0: Today's scripture is uh, from Matthew 21 through 16, and it says, Parable of the laborers. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning and hired laborers for his vineyard. Now when he had agreed with the laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into the vineyard. And he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And he said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and whatever is right, I will give you. And they went. Again he went out about the sixth and ninth hour and did likewise. And about the eleventh hour he went out and found others standing idle and said to them, Why have you been standing here all day? And they said, Because no one hired us. He said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and whatever is right, you will receive, so when evening had come, the owner of the vineyard said to the steward, "Call the labourers and give them their wages, beginning with the last to the first and And when those who came were hired about the eleventh hour, they each received a denarius. But when the first came, they supposed that they receive more, and they likewise received each a denarius and when they had received it, they murmured against the landowner, saying The last man have worked only one hour, and you you made them equal to us, who have borne the burden and the heat of the day. But he answered one of them and said, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for this denarius? Take what is yours and go your way. I wish to give to the last man the same as as to you. Is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with my own things or... Is your eye evil because I am good? So the last will be first, and the first will be last. For many are called, and few are chosen. <laughs>
1: Y'all ever hear of a place in South Louisiana called Cocodrie? Yeah. Here. You been there? No. Oh, Couldn't name. get a passport, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Cocodrie, C-O-C-O-D-R-I-E. That's the French name of the little town I was born and raised in. You know what Cocodrie means in French? Crocodile. Crocodile. And look, they named it right. There used to be a lot of crocodiles. Now there's just a few alligators. You know why? The Cajuns know how to make gumbo. (laughs) Folks, he read a long text to you, 16 verses. Now listen carefully. The man hired people to work in his vineyard. And every hour of the day he went to town and got people. Now, How much do they each get paid per day? What? One denarius. You know what that means in English? A penny. A penny. But you know what it means in the Roman coin language? All right, listen. A penny is an eighth of an ounce. It means five shillings or is seven pence and seven pence is a half a penny. So there was more there than, than a penny. But, why would God write something, have it written in His book about a man hiring people and name the amount and then name the hours they were coming? Wait till you hear this. Folks, as a little tiny boy, when we would go to bed every night, even before we had one of these, We couldn't tell time, but we knew that Maman, that's how we say grandma in South Louisiana, Maman would say, Gawa, come here. And then she'd say, it's 8 o'clock. That to all of us kids meant it's time for bed. Everybody go kneel down around Maman and Mama's bed and Daddy's bed. They're going to pray, and then we all go, go to sleep. In my family, now listen to this, there was mom and daddy and 11 kids. That's not many. Not down in South Louisiana in their late 30s and early 40s. And in that house was also grandma, Momma, And in that same house was one of my daddy's brothers, his wife, and they only had nine kids. And we all lived in the same house. Now, the first time I ever slept in a bed, my uncle gave me a bed. You know my Uncle Sam? U.S. Army. <laughs> Folks, we take a lot for granted. We should be thankful that God does not give up on us. Now, they read the story. It said, the kingdom of heaven... is like a man that in his household went out in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. Now the kingdom of heaven is like a man. Folks, God is telling us something here. When mama and mama would get down on, the, but we would kneel down around the bed, they'd always have two prayers. You say, huh? Well, here's why. They would pray about, Lord, whatever they're thankful for, who was sick, they got well, and da-da-da, and all this other stuff, and regular prayers, amen. And they'd always say, amen. And Lord, you know, that, and they'd name the two, they'd name daddy and his brother, please help these two men to make a public Step toward you in baptism. Now I heard that prayer when I first could hear. I heard that prayer till I left home. I heard that prayer, and when I went in the army, I heard that prayer. When I got out and came home and went to work, and one day I was there. It was late, and Mama said, "It's time." Mama, Grandma was gone by then, but Mama said, "It's time." It is 8 o'clock. And those who were there went and knelt down around Mama's bed. She'd have that prayer and then she prayed that same last prayer. And Lord, help for Speck. Speck is my daddy's nickname because he was coupled with freckles. Odd man, blue eyes, black curly hair and freckles. Those things don't all come from the same family. And she prayed that prayer. And I thought to myself, you still praying that prayer? And then she told me, she said, what do you think got you home from Vietnam? Hush. (laughs) Folks, the man hired people. Now, in, in our church, so everybody's got a name and a middle name, probably, and a last name, but they also got a title. Anybody here got the title deacon? Who's a deacon? Raise your right hand. All right. No, your right hand, not your left hand. <laughs> you know. And then there's deaconesses, and then there's elders, and there's treasurers, and there's clerks, and there's all kind of things. Folks, listen. None of the titles outrank any other titles. And when God takes us to heaven, are the people that's in your heart and mind you think is the highest title going to live on Main Street? I remember when Daddy used to hear Mama talk and talk to us kids and read from the Bible and the Spirit of Prophecy and the men would be over there You know, they they were listening. And Mama always said, and Lord, we want to see that New Jerusalem as pretty as it's going to be. And she'd kind of describe it for us kids. And I remember one day one of the men said, is there going to be a bayou in the New Jerusalem? Is there going to be a swamp for us? And Mama said, Probably. Folks, God never says what we say. Oh, man, I should have thought of that. Oh, I should have done this. The owner of the vineyard went out to hire workers. Now, think of the vineyard and the workers and the owner as the church. You remember the Bible talks about all of the deacons had gotten together and they were talking, and for some reason they had met there, and they were, and, and Jesus was there, and they were saying, "But yeah, but when we get to heaven, you know, I'm, I'm gonna be on the right hand of Jesus," and, and the other guy said, "Me too." He said, "No, you'll probably be on the left hand." Of Jesus. You know, they were just always claiming by their title that they were more special than other people to be saved, folks. No, None of you are more important to God than the rest of you. No matter what our background is, where our ancestors came from, no language outranks another language. You know where the languages came from? You remember? The Tower of Babel. You remember why God confused the languages? Why He gave the different languages? Because His brothers... His children weren't listening and they didn't believe. God had destroyed the earth with a flood and they said, well, God does that again. We'll just beat Him to the punch. We're going to build a tower so tall that He can't make that much rainfall. Folks, we serve a God who loves us more than we know how to fix our mouths to say. there is a day coming when God's going to arrive and take us home. Now listen, in heaven, will we all have the equal amount of eternity? Or will some not make it to the make it to the make it to the eternity of eternity of eternity? You know, we hold court on each other too much. On occasion we act like judges toward others. Will there be anybody in the kingdom who's been a serving Christian all their life? Probably. Will there be anybody in the kingdom who served, who came to know the Lord and came maybe in the last couple of years of their life? How much eternity do they get? Same. How much? Same. None? Same. <laughs> Folks, don't let the sun set today after you get home and calling a church member or calling a family member if they're not here and just don't criticize them. Just simply say, I missed you. Please, when you get a chance, please come sit with me in church. We're all disciples. And we don't, none of us outrank any other, anybody else. There will not be a, a river running through the New Jerusalem and one side will be the good side and the other side will be the poor side. Mm-mm. How many years of work does a person have to do to get Social Security? Ten? Does everybody get the exact same amount? Will we need it when we get to heaven? Uh-uh. You know what uh-uh means? No, I don't mean yeah, it means no. <laughs> Folks, I'm going to tell you what we started doing, and I told you before, down in our little community in Berea. Every Sabbath morning, I go open up the community center at 7.30. And I clean it up and straighten it up and make all the stuff and put everything right and make sure, and I put out, and I've I, got the counter for a little kitchen there. There's a lady that comes over every Sabbath morning with food to feed more than y'all here. She don't charge nothing. And she feeds them breakfast. And then she has Sabbath school. Because some of the people won't go to church no more. Somebody got sideways with somebody else, or one thing and another. And she just said to me one day, because we both worked for the conference office, I was a youth director of the Arkansas Louisiana Conference and she was my secretary. And she said, John, I started doing this to get my two boys back to church. I started giving them free breakfast over there and then we would do Sabbath school there and if they wanted to go to church, fine, but if not, they had a little taste of it already. (laughs) we got to find ways to love people unconditionally without charging them anything. Now stop and think. Now I want you to give me some, there's no wrong answers here, but I want you to just tell me what's on your heart. The people that he went out to get first, 11 hours, it says he went. It didn't talk about what they had to do. It just said they worked in the vineyard. You just guess what that is. But who is the real owner of the vineyard? The vineyard was supplies food for everybody. I don't care what store you go to, they don't grow their own food. And if some of them try to, they don't make the seeds. And nobody knows how to make dirt. They just know how to throw other people in it. Folks, the person who went out To the vineyard, from the vineyard to town, every hour is Jesus Christ. It's our Savior who offers everybody a chance. Now he doesn't go in and say, "Get in line, follow me." He just went and said, "Does any would anybody like to earn something and come with me and work in my vineyard?" If Jesus is asking them to work in His vineyard, what is He really asking them to do? Are we going to pick grapes to go to heaven? Well, someone tell me. There's no wrong answers here. What tickles me is when these little guys up here come up and sing. They enjoy it. And they're good at it. And God's going to bless them in a special way. Jesus is always coming where the crowd is and wanting to know, would you like to have eternal life? One day I came home and my daddy was there. And, uh, I walked inside and two of my brothers were there too and I said, well, what's going on? What y'all doing? And my oldest brother said, well, you know what the season is. Daddy's watermelons are ripe and we got to go start loading them up and you going to help us. I said, oh. And we got to talking about, Daddy said he wanted, Washington Parish, Louisiana has a soil that is very different when the chemists check it. It grows the watermelons not only comme ça, but, mm mm-hmm. They're not only big, but they're very, very sweet. And then whenever we go any place in Louisiana to buy watermelons, we ask them, is it from Washington Parish? You know, they don't have counties in Louisiana. Everything's a parish. By the way, anybody know why they call parishes? Why it's the only state with parishes and not counties? You know why? Because the Catholic Church divided up Louisiana before there was a United States into parishes and put a bishop over each parish to visit with the needs of the church family. And when they became a state they didn't want to change the name. Folks, We need to make a stand for Jesus. And this morning when I went over to the community center and I got it all set up, and one thing or another, and miss, the ladies came over and the lady came over with the food and she brought it all in. Her two boys, by the way, come over there and still eat all the time. And one of them's controlling the sound system at the church. She never gave up. And I asked her many times, I told her, I said, uh, when are you going to quit? She said, when he comes. Folks, we have a lot to be thankful for. And when you think about the penny that each person got, it stood for eternal life. All pennies are equal and everybody that gets eternal life. Do you know there'll be some people, when I went to see Daddy, like I was telling you, and he was there talking and talking about the watermelons, I said, well, yeah, Daddy, I'll help you. By then, I'm married. I'm living in another place. I'm duh, But I'm still his number seven son of 11. And he said, boy, help us load the watermelons. Yes, sir. Because I'm the youngest of the seven boys, and after me come four girls, he always called me boy. He never called me by my name. He'd always ask Mama, where's that boy? And so we, we, we just got to deal with life as it comes along, right? And then when we loaded some watermelons, we got two pickup trucks full, and he told us to take them to Bogalusa. <laughs> That's the name of a town. And we took them over there and came back, and, and I thought... I asked my brother, my oldest brother, said, we got to load up two more trucks. And he said, I don't know. We just have to see what he's got on his mind. So we got there and daddy said, he looked at me and he said, boy, come here. Okay. I said, what do you want? He said, go find the pastor. I said, the what? The pastor. Whose pastor? Mama's pastor. Go find him and get him over here. I said, "Dad, I don't even know who he is or where he lives. He said, I didn't tell you that. I told you, go get him. I looked at my brother, and he said, "He told you, leave me out of this." <laughs> so here's what happened. I drove out and talked to several people in the community that went to church with Mom. And I said, "Who's the pastor?" And they told me. And I said, "Where does he live?" And they said, "Well, I don't know. I got his phone number. Call him. He'll tell you." Listen, I got to Daddy's house about nine thirty in the morning. At 8.30 in the evening, I had found the pastor. And when I told him what daddy told me to tell him, he went, what? I said, yeah. Here's what daddy said. Daddy told me, find the pastor, tell him to come over here. I'm ready. I said, for what? What you helping him with? He said, boy, just go tell him I'm ready. Tell him I want to be baptized. That means I'm ready. So when I told the pastor that, he said, huh? So he came over. We walked in the house. Daddy said this. He said, fill the baptistry. I want to be baptized Friday night. And all of us looked at each other and said, Friday. And the pastor asked me, I said, look, you deal with him. I know how to turn the water on him. Anyway, they had a baptism, told everybody in the family, everybody showed up. Daddy was baptized Friday night. And all of us were looking at each other and asking questions. And daddy was baptized. And then everybody went home, and daddy said, Now, he told, told the pastor, I'm going to be coming. I don't want to be sitting up front, and don't ask me to read nothing. So, folks, listen. Later that night, I said, I told my daddy, I said, after the baptism, I said, Daddy, uh, I just have a few questions. What order? He said. I said, Well, you asked to be baptized. He said, Mama been asking me for years. I said, Yeah, 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 I know, but you told the pastor you want him to come over Friday night and be, and, and be baptized at the church. I said, why Friday night? I said, what does that mean? He said, your mama told me Sabbath starts at sundown and is over at sundown. I want to be early in line. You know, we hold court on each other too much. What we need to do is do whatever we can to assist others. You know, we take for granted this lady right here because she gets up here and makes music come out of that thing and I don't even know how to turn it on. We should be thankful for more things than we realize. Daddy was baptized and two years after that he died. And up until the time Mama died, she would always say, whenever we would sit and talking about memories, I said, Mama, uh, I can't get over that. And she says, it just goes to show you, God speaks to the heart, speaks to a person through their heart, and we, we yell through their ears. And God knows what other people need. Now, how many sons did Noah have? Three. I know how to signal. <laughs> Not only three, but you know what the Bible says. Listen carefully, folks. Why would God have all of this put in Scripture unless it was to mean something to us in the church family? Noah and Miss Noah had three boys that we know of. That's what they mentioned. And each one had a what? Now listen. Listen if you read the story and see where they went and where the boat settled after the water went down, it was on the... You got to go to Israel where Israel is today and go east and not no little bit. But it, and then listen, of the three men, there are three groups of people on the face of the earth. There are Africans, Asians, Europeans. You're in one of those groups. No other. You're all a part of that group. Equal with the same daddy and the same grandpa, by blood. Too many times we hold court on each other, and we're all related. We believe in this book, but sometimes we don't want to quote it. Jesus owns the vineyard, and he's trying to go out and give us the job of eternity. That's what he's going to pay us. Eternity. And even those people who all their lives may not have been near God, but down toward the end of life or late in life, the Spirit still speaks. And they finally say, Yes, Lord. Help me do this. Folks, when we get to heaven, those who just lived 10 or 20 or 15 or one year for the Lord and those who lived all their life are equal. Amen. They are equal. You know, when I used to ask daddy, I said, after, after that last two years of his life, now see, my daddy's mama didn't speak English. She was also from Cocodrie, Louisiana. When I was a little boy, and I've told you all this before, when we went to school, public school, the teachers spoke French and English, first and second grade. And I remember, there's a little joke we were talking about. I remember, it said, why well, I got to go to school, Daddy? You got to learn how to cuss properly in English. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Folks, we all seem to be different and we judge different, but we're all blood, kin, family, and folks. The few thousand years this earth has been around seemed like a long time to us, but it hasn't been that long. I remember as a tiny boy on Mardi Gras. Y'all know what Mardi Gras is. You've heard of that before. You know what Mardi Gras means in French? Mardi Gras. Mardi means Tuesday. Did you know that? Grand means fat. And it's called Fat Tuesday. You know why? Because Mardi Gras started out as, with the Catholic Church and people over there. Fat Tuesday. In other words, on Tuesday, 40 days after Tuesday, Mardi Gras lent to Easter. You can do nothing that you normally do for fun. You've got to just be good. And that's what they thought. They took it out of Scripture the 40 days of Lent. Folks, my granddaughter was teasing my, mom, my, my wife the other day. She said, Nana, she had some teeth replaced and they put all new ones in there in some kind of way. They're permanent, but they're not real. Don't tell her I told you. And Courtney said to Nana, I said, and then I said, well, this one was hurting, and we were all talking about this. And uh, one of the little boys there said, well, he was, I think, Tex, this is it. Love. My, one of my son-in-law, my grandson-in-law, is from Texas, wears his hat and boots and jeans everywhere. And guess what he named his son? Tex. Tex, it's on his birth certificate. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I told him you should have married. You should have named him Louisiana. <laughs> Folks, making a stand for Jesus, some have made it all their lives. Some have made it half of their lives. Some have made it in the last few years of their lives. But when God calls us home, they'll all be equal. And all be given, all the treasures God has for everybody in eternity. Please don't let the sun go down today without calling someone to tell them you love them, calling someone to tell them you miss them. Folks, I got a bunch of these left over. Of these from a certain store, and when I come in, they say, Oh Lord, he's gonna buy all of them. Now, I need to give these to somebody to make sure the other ladies, any ladies who may not be here, get one. Who knows how to do that? Raise your right ear. <laughs> give them out. Now this one, hey. It looked like a hot dog, but look, this hot dog can write. <laughs> Folks, look. What I've been trying to tell you, and let me close this. We all want to get to the vineyard. Jesus is the owner of the vineyard. And He's offering eternal life. And He's paying us. We don't have to pay to get there. Did you notice that? I want to go to heaven. And like Daddy said, might be a little taste of swamp there when we get there. I doubt it, Daddy. He said, well, I hope there ain't no mountains. (laughs) But you know what? The earth is deformed because of a flood. And it's because some people refuse to serve God. Before I have the prayer, I want to show you some of the things Mama gave us kids to help us. She'd take words, and then she'd take a word, and in every letter of the word, she'd make it into a word. Like joy. And she'd say, joy, J-O-Y. Jesus, others, yourself. That's the order. Then she said, faith. F-A-I-T-H. Find an individual to help. Mm-hmm. And then I like this one. Bible. Basic instructions before leaving earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you ever hear of ASAP? Mm-hmm. Always say a prayer. Mm-hmm. And then I like this one. CIA. You ever hear them? Christians in action. <laughs> and what about FBI. Firm believers in, let's pray. Great God, we pause for a minute to say thank you again for this special time called Sabbath of Fellowship. Be with us, Lord, as we go through the coming week. Help us to keep a song in our heart and you in our mind. Bless us, dear Lord, and bless us as we travel home. Help us to be a blessing to others, we pray in Christ's name, Amen.